Welcome to the Teach Me Lit podcast. I'm Sophie Tuvey and I love talking about books and helping you to revise for English literature and go deeper in the texts you're studying. Fair is foul and foul is fair. This line is spoken by the witches in the opening scene of Macbeth. It's going to be a really significant line because the whole play is going to be about the deceptive nature of appearances. Now, as soon as the witches would have appeared, Shakespeare's audience would have recognised them as instruments of darkness. People believed that witches were evil, they were aligned with Satan, and they would often be accused of people's sicknesses, deaths, crops failing, generally terrible things. No one would have thought that witches were actually good. And so we learn that the witches are planning to meet with Macbeth, although at this stage we don't really know why. Then we start to hear more about Macbeth in the next scene. And we learn that Macbeth is a valiant hero. He's done really well in the battle. He's been loyal to King Duncan and he's called Brave Macbeth. His sword smoked with bloody execution as he vigorously killed lots of Duncan's enemies. But I'm reminded by the quote, fair is foul and foul is fair, that perhaps there may be more to this heroic Macbeth than first meets the eye. The witches meet with Macbeth and they give him some prophecies. One prophecy is that he's going to become Thane of Cawdor. The other is that he will become king. Macbeth is initially shocked into silence and Banquo asks him, why do you start and seem to fear things that sound so fair? To Banquo, getting news that you're going to become king can't possibly be a bad thing at this stage. But after Macbeth receives the news that he has been made Thane of Cawdor, Banquo then gives Macbeth a bit of a warning. He says, Oftentimes to win us to our harm, the instruments of darkness tell us truths. Win us with honest trifles to betray us in deepest consequence. In other words, Banquo begins to consider that the witches are instruments of darkness. They may have told Macbeth something true, but perhaps that's going to end up betraying him. Perhaps it's going to end up um, causing chaos in Macbeth's life. Unfortunately, Macbeth doesn't really listen. He's too busy already thinking about how he can become king, killing Duncan. He's gone from being a loyal, brave warrior to straight away considering a horrid suggestion. He says, If good, why do I yield to that suggestion whose horrid image doth unfix my hair? He's thinking already about murder. But he isn't the only one. His wife, Lady Macbeth, receives a letter telling her all about the prophecies and she too thinks about murdering Duncan straight away. She says, Glance thou art, and Cawdor, and shalt be what thou art promised. Yet do I fear thy nature, it is too full of the milk of human kindness to catch the nearest way. Lady Macbeth thinks that Macbeth is very ambitious but too kind to catch the nearest way, that is, to kill Duncan 
and do the thing that would make him become king the quickest. She decides she's going to persuade him to do it. So at this stage, we've got several characters who on the outside could appear to be good, but perhaps appearances are deceptive. Lady Macbeth advises Macbeth to look like the innocent flower, but be the serpent underneath it. And we're going to see how that plays out as the play progresses. If you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, please hit subscribe and share it with a friend. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Teach Me Lit. I'm always open to requests. So if you want me to talk about a text you're studying, get in touch. Thank you for listening. See you next time on the Teach Me Lit podcast.